Hello, Leanna. Hello, Ed. How you doing? Well, uh, I'm doing. Yeah. This 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 sounds like the conversation that people have in like West Texas, when they one guy approaches the other guy <laughs> sitting on a porch, sipping, no, well, sipping drinks from a jar. It sort of is that, right? It's getting to the end of February and everyone's done. Happy uh, belated birthday, by the way. Thank you. It was I, last week, but I know you don't like people knowing about it. So you know what? Words, it's okay. It's not. It's not that. It's that when people know about it, I I would love if people you know acknowledge my birthday. The the people online who follow my content were great. One of them even bought me the Ace Attorney uh, games. Um, it's when. It becomes this, well, what are you doing? Well, why aren't you doing anything? Well, why can't, you know, why can't Ed plan it? Well, and it becomes this series of expectations and now it's work. Yeah. Instead of people saying, is there anything I can do? It's, well, you're you're doing your birthday wrong. And I just like, please just leave me alone. I want to like people but every time I attempt to like people on a personal level, it just becomes something I'm doing incorrectly. And it's just, all right, I'm done. Well, I mean, there's your mistake. What do you mean? Your mistake is trying to like people. Well, I, I, there are some people I like. Okay, you know what? There are some persons I like, but people, you know people I don't like. It's getting harder and harder to do anything, right? Because everything is so expensive. Yeah, and it's winter. It's winter, but it's also, you know, there are people you like, but they don't have money. And you don't want to exclude them from something because they don't have money, but you can't afford to pay for them. So you have to find something that everybody can afford. And yeah, then it's and it's transit. too cold to just sit in a park. Yeah, and then it's transit. And that, like, it gets really expensive fast and a lot of people are tapped out from valentine's day and they're still paying off christmas yeah and so i'm actually thinking about waiting until march and doing something then because it's also it tends to be reading week when my birthday lands so people are away well you know the good thing about march i mean if you remember in the old days the good old days when chum existed the uh chum christmas party was in march <laughs> well they did it because it was cheaper and also because people were away, a lot of people were away during the Christmas period. And so it's like, do it in March. Everybody's back. No, they did it because it was cheaper. <laughs> they didn't do anything to, to, to make it easier for people. I choose to believe my fairy tales. Yeah, exactly. Um, so this week, I, uh, was, I impressed myself by identifying... Nedra Voles, the actress, in the still image, uh, a promo picture from a failed 80s TV sitcom. Well done. Um, but when I sit down, when, I, when I'm sitting at my computer, and remember I got to send an email, in the time it takes me to click open the email tab, I have forgotten who I'm sending the email to or what I'm sending the oh, email well, about. Th that's just because that's something you do so many times a day. 
Right. Why would I know Nedra Voles? Have you ever heard of Nedra Voles? Nope. She was an old lady. Why well, I have this encyclopedic knowledge of television from the 70s, the 80s, parts of the 90s. Um, but important things, I can't those remember are... for the life of me. Yeah, but there you go, Ed. You just said you don't like people. And so... Nedra Voles is a person? Yes, but that's from TV. And for some odd reason to your brain, TV is more real than real. Oh, if only it was. Wouldn't you rather live in television? I would much rather live in television. No, I would not. Because I'd be the one that ended up being the person who died by the serial killer in the first five minutes. No, no, live in a sitcom. Oh, that's worse. No. Sitcoms? I, I, I would love to live in a sitcom. Yeah, because the men are always the schlubs married to a much hotter woman who takes their... I almost said a word I can't say on the radio. It, um, women come up not at the best end of things in sitcoms. I am on a Friends, the women did well. Uh, how? Uh, Golden Girls. Okay, Golden Girls, the, the whole purpose was the women. Designing the women. women. You watch Designing Women? No, but I knew it existed. Okay, how do you know then? Because if it wasn't positive for women then there would have been outcry. Oh, that's not true. Uh, I would like to live in like a classic sitcom. Like, um, I'm pretty much living Green Acres now. Why don't I, why can't I just actually live in Green Acres? I don't know. You're going to sing the song now? Green Acres is a place to be. Far living, living is the is life, life for, for me. me. Anyway. I'd love to live in... Like, I don't want to live on Gilligan's Island because there's no toilet paper, um, but and, and no no toilets. Did they um, not invent toilet paper on Gilligan's Island? Yeah, I never saw any indication of uh, a pulp and paper factory being no, created by the professor. They didn't make it out of coconut husks or something. I don't. Do you really want to wipe your butt with coconut husks? Well, I mean, bamboos and everything now, and I don't know. Everything's weird. I just don't think about it. This is the new thing. Okay. I accepted a long time ago. I am not cool. And all I can hope is that I just go around the other side and get spit out to very cool. I'm so uncool. I'm cool. People who try to be cool are not cool. It's like this douche on uh, social media. The hell's his name? I can't remember his name now. But he's constantly an American, of course, and Republican, of course, always talking about how he is an alpha male. It's like, dude, no. You're not because alpha males do not have are not so insecure that they need to walk around parading that they are alpha males. That, that, that this is just anytime you have to say that you are something uh, like an alpha male, you're not. If you say well, you're cool, you're not cool. You know what the reality of alpha males is? Nick Adams. That's his name. Nick Adams. Oh. I'm, I'm half convinced this is a parody site because no human being can be this stupid. Okay, here's the thing, though. You know what the alpha of a pack is? It's the one that uh, eats first, I guess. The best dad. What? Yeah. The what, alpha like in a of pack, pack of wolves? Yeah, is the one with the most offspring. Okay, that's not the best dad. What? That's the one who's had the most sex. 
No, no, it, it, it's there's it's no great. saying that this is there. I don't see uh wolves out uh playing catch with their little wolflings. No, it's serious. This, I, I know a guy who does animal research, he is very adamant about this, he knows what he's talking about. The alpha of a pack is not the one that does all the fighting, it's the beta that does all the fighting. Which, if you look online, yeah, a whole lot of beta males out there. <clears throat> I'm still trying to think about what sitcom I'd really like to live in. <laughs> I'm trying to think, like, now the, the possibilities, the doors are so wide open. If I had to live in a drama, I'd want to live in, like, Battlestar Galactica, the original one. Or maybe the Saturday morning TV show from the 70s, Arc 2. They had this really cool uh, RV, and they okay. wore these cool, uh, like, leotards, and they had a chimpanzee with them named Adam. And uh, I, the chimpanzee didn't have any special powers that I remember, so I'm not sure why they had a chimpanzee, other than the fact that when you're doing a Saturday morning live action show, a chimpanzee is a really big draw. I would want to live in Cuphead. Cuphead, Cuphead yeah. is the greatest cartoon in 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 in, in ever. It, yeah. it is so awesome. Cuphead, I can't say enough things about Cuphead. It has got, got it. The, the screwball comedy of the classic original yep. cartoons from like the 1930s. Uh, it's got personality. It's just yep. pure joy and yep. fun the whole way through. And yep. you, you living there? Yeah, okay, I could see it. Yeah, that's the only place it's like, okay, I can probably stop the devil from stealing my soul. Anything else? I don't like my odds on TV. But all the, you know, TV shows that people talk about, they're so, I don't know. I, I feel like I'm just so out of place with stuff that what people find exciting and uh, captivating, I just find awful. I'm looking up classic sitcoms. What, I do, you find, what do you find awful that other people like? Well, like, I everything's so, you know, like people being terrible to each other. Oh, you mean they, that, that, that that's funny? Well, just in general. I or mean, they're heroes. Just, just, yeah, just the whole deal of all these primetime dramas about terrible people, right? Especially that makes them people. edgy because you're because they're the protagonist, even though they're douche canoes. That's what makes it edgy. Like, you know, even though even though the rookie is kind of a silly show. At least the main cast are decent people, you yeah. know, and yeah. not not morons like Rob Lowe and Nine One One Lone Star. All right, so here's hundred best sitcoms of all time. Jeffersons love the show, wouldn't want to live in it. The Honeymooners, I wait. Never... Hold on, you better clarify why not. Um, because I always felt that George Jefferson's um uh, deluxe apartment in the sky was really freaking small. And like the, it was basically one room and a really small kitchen. Um, and uh, I mean, I don't know how I would be taken there because being gray, I'm not white or black. Right. Um, I'm not sure if I'd be George's friend, be his rival. I'm, you know, I'm not quite sure. Um, uh, the Honeymooners, I've never understood. Obviously, when that was popular in like mid 50s, people were starving for anything to call entertainment because I do not get that show. Welcome back, Cotter. I enjoyed it at the well, time. The Honeymooners sort of made life about to, light of domestic violence. Well, it, kind of. He was always threatening to, to punch his wife out. 
Yeah. Um, welcome back, Carter. Wouldn't want to live in that sitcom. Um, I don't the Carmichael show. What the hell is that? Never heard of that. Happy mm-hmm. endings. Don't know that show either. Um, Big Bang Theory. No, no. New girl. Big Bang, no. There is an example of a show that glorifies terrible people. Girlfriends. What is this show? On the UPN and the CW. No wonder I never heard of it. Well, yeah. There are there are things on this list that I've there shows I've never heard of. Night Court. Okay, I could I could be a I would love to be a judge like Harry Stone. Night Court. Uh, okay, Night Court's okay. I would like to be. A, I think I've 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 settled on it. I would like to be in Night Court. I haven't watched the full full episodes of the new one, but mm-hmm. what I have seen when I initially saw the clips, they seemed a bit weak. They seemed like clips that would have been funny in the eighties. Um, okay. But I've seen later clips and it actually has like some emotional weight to it some heart to it okay um, and after two episodes nbc renewed it for a second season it is the most successful sitcom launch in years good for them yeah because you know why because people like uh they call it nostalgia but really what it is is people have a bond with certain shows which yeah. in their in their mind transports them back to a time and the world made sense and they were full of hope. And so it's it's their comfort zone, their comfort place. Mark and Mindy, yeah. no. That didn't the even problem, sustain for two seasons. The problem with people, you know, the whole comfort zone thing is people misremember what their favorite shows actually were. And then if they do any remakes or reimaginings or anything now, they freak out. And oh, it, yeah. Because it it's, just... not, it's not like their, their memory of the show which is not really the show what is this show the game c-w-b-e-t i've never heard of it how are these the hundred best sitcoms when most of them i've never heard of fresh off the boat i understood was a good show i didn't see it will and grace did not like will and grace family ties it was you know what it was family ties is that low it's yeah um what is this show a bbc show forget it that doesn't belong in a list of best sitcoms unless it's faulty towers uh Mm -hmm. Different strokes? No, I wouldn't want to live in that. I mean, some of these things were great for their time, but just no. Get a Life is there. Chris Elliott show. I love. It's one of my favorite sitcoms of all time because it was deconstructed sitcoms. Oh, is that is that on the list? Yeah, Get a Life. Oh, nice. That was I a have good those, one. I have those DVDs somewhere. I can't find. Workaholics. Never heard of it. Murphy Brown, I did not like that show. Family Guy, I'm no, not into no, it. Hold on. You didn't like Murphy Brown. Didn't like Murphy Brown. How did you not like Murphy Brown? I wanted to punch them all. They all were so damned smug. What? Hated Murphy Brown. They were all insecure and overcompensating. They were smug. They're the kind of liberals I don't Miles like. was not smug. No, he, he was, was like always a... was nervous. He was ner- The thing is... He was very clearly a Jewish stereotype played by an Irishman. You couldn't find a Jew. Okay, right. but, okay, but the Fablemans have allegedly Jewish characters played by Irish people. So, okay, that's this, a long-standing. I mean, Paul Dano is not Jewish. What is this business? A show called Pen Fifteen. When you look at it, it looks almost like penis. Okay, it's somebody a, must have paid for It's a Hulu them. original that started in 2019. This is not a great sit. What is Gilligan's what Island? Is it, well, is okay, it 76? Who determined, who determined that these were the greatest shows? I don't know. Everybody loves Raymond. Great show. Red Dwarf. Okay, okay that belongs there. Uh, Modern Family. I understand it was funny. Never watched it. Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt. Understand it was funny. Never watched it. 
Venture Brothers, it was all right. Isn't that a cartoon? Yeah. These are sitcoms? One Day at a Time, the second One Day at a Time, not the one with Bonnie Franklin and the uh, constantly strung out Mackenzie Phillips. It's the one where they were, uh, they made them uh, Hispanic. Boondocks, never saw it, heard it was good. Detroiters, never heard of it. Young Ones, never heard of it. Laverne and Shirley, yeah. Why was Laverne and Shirley higher than Gilligan's Island? I don't know. Bob's Burgers? Party Down. That's another cartoon. Party Down? Archer, okay, people like the Archer. Broad City, never heard of it. Everybody hates Chris? I don't know. Like, what's going on here? What's going on? WKRP, fine. That's where I would like to be, WKRP. Are you going to read the whole list? Um, I'm just going to go. Sanford and Son is there. Well, Sanford and Son. I mean, Sanford and Son is a great show. Would you want to live, you know, with a junkie? If I was Grady, I would like to live in Sanford and Son. Okay. Not if I was Fred Sanford, if I was Grady. Who had a spinoff, by the way, uh, when when Red Fox left the, the show. Um, and I loved that spinoff, but it didn't last long. Mm -hmm. Silicon Valley is right up there with, with, uh, with Sanford and Son. Is... Wait, Silicon Valley is considered a sitcom? Yeah, just because it doesn't have a laugh track. Okay, Blackish <laughs> is higher than Gilligan's Island. Oh boy, I mean, Blackish had a couple of great seasons, but it sort of started to flag, right? Faulty Towers is there. Okay, uh, they're doing a, a reboot. With, oh boy! Uh, yeah, with uh, with uh, what's his name? The guy who makes a lot of noise now, John Cleese. Uh, Barney Miller, people love that show. I tried, I tried, I tried. I never got it. Um, let's see, Brooklyn Nine-Nine, another thing I never got. Taxi, okay, that was a great show. Taxi was great. I, another one I don't really consider a sitcom. Bob Newhart show, the first one, amazing. Loved yeah. that show. Only Fools and Horses, what? Oh, BBC, don't put BBC shows on this. <laughs> Why not? Because this is this is well, about good Faulty, sitcoms. Faulty Towers was on it. There's some that belong, but not whatever the hell that was. Happy Days, yeah, okay. Fleabag, never saw it, but I'm curious about it. Fleabag is a sitcom? Golden Girls, Golden Girls is there. Ted Lasso is way up there. Martin, that horrible show with oh, Martin I, Lawrence. I liked Martin. Holy crap. Larry okay, Sanders show. Teenager, Larry Sanders show belongs there. Futurama. Larry Sanders was a dramedy. It wasn't a sitcom. It was a sitcom. Married with Children? Yes. Okay, Married right. with Children was another one that had like three or four great seasons and then rapid uh, reduction in quality. Sits Creek, Bojack, Horseman. Interesting, Newhart, this, this, his second series is higher than his, his first series. The Good Place, which is another show that had about six good episodes and then five seasons. See, that's, you know that show drove me crazy. Veep? Veep, I never understood. I don't like Julia Louis-Dreyfus. Okay, Every character I like, I she like plays, her, I, I don't like. I like the way they use her in, in Marvel. Yeah, all right. Roseanne, I I never got into Roseanne. Roseanne, well, you wouldn't relate to Roseanne. Scrubs, eh. Dick Van Dyke Show, all-time classic. Love yeah. Dick Van Dyke Show. Curb Your Enthusiasm, another show I really like. Friends made me sick. It's like even thinking about it makes me want to vomit. I and hated friends. People, friends is apparently major nostalgia right now. Well, for and people I, of a certain age, my nostalgia of friends is what's on the other channel. When I watched friends, I thought every single person on that show would have been mean to me had they known me. 
That was my honest reaction to Friends. Probably true. This is another show I never got. People say it's the greatest show sitcom ever. MASH. I never got I it. I liked MASH. But I again, liked MASH, MASH was, I think if MASH were made today, it would have been an hour and it would have been considered a drama. Right? Probably. I mean, it was okay. I just, I yeah. All in the Family. Another great, all-time yeah. great. Wait. All in the Community? Is ahead of all in the family. People Who love made that... the Fresh Prince of Bel Air. Oh ahead come of all... on! No. Mary Tyler Moore show belongs there. Yeah, Thirty Rock ahead of Mary Tyler Moore. Okay, none of those topical shows would have existed if it weren't for All in the Family. Parks and Recreation is ahead of uh, uh, Jefferson's. Okay, this tells you a lot about who wrote this list. The Office. Oh, The Office, and then The Office UK. Uh, I Love Lucy, never got that show. I understand it was an really? innovation. It was an innovation in television. Never understood what was so damn funny about that show. Because she was zany. And... Well, she was a great physical comedian and stuff, but well, I just didn't you get, get it. Then you get the show. Uh, Simpsons, all right. Seinfeld, all right. Top, oh, come on. The number. Guess what the number one uh, sitcom is, according to this list, of 100 I, sitcoms. I don't know. Um, it uh, took place in Boston. The cheers? Yeah. Are they freaking kidding? Who did this? Oh, Paste Magazine. Oh, okay, there you go. Paste. You know what paste is? Paste is what they use uh, uh, to create uh, imitation uh, gemstones. They use paste because it's worthless. That's what this list paste. is. It's worthless. No, paste is what is sealing their butt cheeks together because they're that uptight hipsters. He's stupid. I why don't they ever ask me to make a list? I'll make a okay, list. Okay, you, you you can tell who made that list though. Like you can just get a picture of the type of people who made those decisions, right? Yeah, they're the kind of people that I'd like to walk into the middle of the room, drop a turd, and leave. Um, snacks. I want to get into snacks. Turds um, and snacks, not necessarily in that order. Uh. Well, if you're my dog and they're frozen outside, they are the same thing. Ew. So I want to talk about snacks for a second. Okay. Because um, I don't tend to eat full meal. I'll have a little bit of a breakfast, and then I don't really eat till like a late dinner. Uh, but during the day, I might get peckish. Um, but there are no good snacks that aren't just empty carbohydrates and sugar. There's not, like, like I look. I yeah, look. There's, there's only so many nuts you can eat. Yeah, and, and yeah. Uh, I mean, and nuts are fat. Like full of fat. Yeah, um, they're not. People talk about them, salt. but they're they're very high in calories for what they provide. Yeah, and people be like, "Have some celery. Come here, I'm gonna punch your face." Celery See, I, is I not a snack. People used to try to make me do that as a kid and a teenager, and it, vegetables, raw vegetables, in an empty stomach made me really sick, and nobody believed me. Well, science believes you. Um, people are like, here, you take some some celery and you put it into the peanut butter. First of all, peanut butter, again, carbohydrates. Secondly, no. Um, so there's just... <laughs> Secondly, there's, no. There's there's just no... You're, you have snack trauma, Ed. There are no good snacks. Like... You can't, there's no good, you try to get, like I tried to eat for a while, like some of those, some, some meat, you know, some sliced meat. The problem is, yeah, you can so, do that. it's packaged with so much salt that it's, you know, it makes me want to lie down. Um, well, the idea, I guess, is you cook 
some stuff in advance and then slice it up yourself. It's more labor intensive, but you can control what's why in it. Is, why are we in a society where pretty much everything can be delivered to your door, but they, are, they have not made snacks that are not horrible for you, but are also not bland and tasteless? This is, you know what, Ed, normally when you, you go on these, these tracks, I, I mock you. I am 100% in agreement with you here. Mark the date and the time. Yeah. This, and it, this that, shall that, not pass again. The, the, um, one of the greatest lines in God of War Ragnarok involves snacks too. Yes, I'm, just, I'm familiar with that. Just hearing Kratos say the word snack was magic. So I, I don't, this is, this is, a, this is bewildering to me. Yeah, I, I wish, normally I try to, you know, performatively push back just to make for good content. I can't bring myself. I agree with you. Snacks, I, the world needs to up its snack game. Everything that is a snack is crap for you. Well, you know, hummus, hummus is okay. You know, the problem with hummus is that the name sounds very uh, similar to mucus, and it looks like no, that. No, hummus is delicious. It looks I like mucus. I love hummus. Um, hummus, okay. You know, hummus is um, not, it, that's not bad. I mean, it's carbohydrates, but it's not just full of well, no, sugar the, the, and stuff. The hummus isn't heavy in carbohydrates. It's whatever you put the hummus on. So if you have uh, like carrot sticks with the hummus, then it's okay. Oh, there you go again. That's the same as celery. No. What you do to avoid the carbon is you dip your finger in, uh, for those who have fingers, and uh, I'm being ableist, uh, you can use your toes or whatever you want. Um, and then, or, you know, just put your head in and lick the, lick the, the, the bowl. Um, but then if you're just, if you're not using anything other than your own body parts to lick the hummus off, then you're not getting any extra carbohydrates. This is such a weird mental image. Are you really so desperate for snacks that you'll put hummus on your toes? I don't have toes. I got no arms, no legs. And I'm only talking about toes in case there are people out there who don't have fingers. You have to be, well, you, you, have to have include, you have to include everybody these days. Everybody. I'm okay with that, though. I didn't complain. I'm the one who put who included them. I, I was that kid who always step, stuck up for the kid nobody liked in school, which is why the cast of Friends would have would have been mean to me. But yeah, I, re I, I remember with everybody being being included. I like it. I remember Angela Bates um, uh, in elementary school. For some reason, people just made fun of this girl, Angela Bates, and she was two grades ahead of me. And I just felt awful for her. Um, and I would talk to her. And then she told me one time that her dad had lost his job. So mm -hmm. I gave her my allowance. Um, that was nice of you. Um, I just felt like I never understood what was supposed to be wrong with Angela Bates. That, that's I, how I felt with a lot of people who got picked on. Like a lot of the kids that got picked on. I mean, this wasn't gifted, which was, you know, the deepest pit in hell. But uh, a lot of them had what would probably be identified now as anxiety conditions. And gifted? Yeah. Yes. Yes. Yeah. I mean, there and and like neuroatypicality was everywhere right you know that might be why i'm i'm down with neuroatypical people i Go. was i was in those gifted programs and let me tell you something the only thing these people were gifted with was the ability to put their head straight up their butt um these i mean yes they were academically uh you know advanced 
but they were nuts. I mean, they were oh, yeah. so obsessed with grades and with studying. And like, yeah, I was, was I was just lucky. I learned early how to play the system. So I could be in the, uh, the, the what do they call it in those days? Advanced? Yeah. Enriched. I don't know what they called. Anyway, um, I could be in that class and not have the anxiety that other people did. I did my work and then I was the end of it. And my attitude was, I don't do homework. You've got me in school for like eight hours a day or whatever, five hours a day. And if now you, you make me do things because you don't know how to do them. If you can't, if teachers can't plan something to fit within the parameters of the time that I am in class, then that is their problem. Do not like, make me take my free time and do home, do, do schoolwork. That is why people uh, in jobs bring their work home and work at home and work late hours because we were taught that in school, you, you you go to school, then you come home and you keep doing schoolwork. Not Dad, for me. I, I actually agree with you on that one, Ed. And my award-winning teacher friend, Jason, agrees with you too. He, he's, he gets in a lot of trouble because he's not, you know, down with ridiculous amounts of homework. And oh, the homework when I was in like upper grade high school, it, it was, it broke you. Remember when you they know? said you should have an hour's homework per, per class? Okay. By the time I was in uh, OAC existed back in my day, by the time I was in OAC, it was two hours a subject per night. See, no, if you can't teach, don't, do not do that to me. Do not. Can you? No. OK, it, it wasn't the possible. damn curriculum to fit in the space that is allotted. Yeah, it, it was like, think about that. Right. Nobody took four subjects because it was too much, because even with with that that's six hours of homework see that's crazy it was insane that's crazy that's indentured it servitude. Was torturous. That's crazy. yeah i don't know what and, and the thing is university's worse right university is a big game of what are you going to sacrifice because they want the impossible from you i didn't go to university i went to the school of hard knocks i ed i think you were smarter than a lot of people in in that way i think that People like doctors, lawyers, stuff like that. Um, if we had decent media schools, like performing arts schools and things like that. Yeah, that's worth it. Right. If you're actually getting training and it's actually going to help you develop a career, it's absolutely worth it. But this get a degree to get a degree to show you can finish something. What the heck is that? Do you remember uh, when we were shooting stuff for the night party show, we did a uh, segment with a woman who was trying, who was cutting a single, uh, you know, a song. Um, and her claim to fame was that she had been in Penthouse. Mm -hmm. uh, she was a young woman, uh, probably 1920. None and, of this is narrowing it down, Ed. And uh, that's true. And, but this one said that her parents were proud of her for being in Penthouse. Because she actually, for the first time, saw something through. I vaguely remember that. <laughs> I'll never forget that she was such a screw up that her parents were happy that she said she was going to be in Penthouse and actually was in Penthouse. That it was actually an accomplishment. Uh, they didn't care that she was showing her wares to everybody. They, they were just glad that she completed an assignment. That sounds like a family with a lot of money. I, she was um, equal parts dumb and loud. Wow. I remember that's um, a lot of people. 
Yeah, it's really not narrowing down the people we talk to in LA. No, no, no. no. I mean, there were some very nice people, but I think they stood most out. of the nice people we talked to were porn stars. Let's face it. Yeah, yeah. Well, they were the no, nicest there, people. There were some people who were. I mean, Mark Hamill was a really nice guy. Oh, Mark he, Hamill he was a prince out of a as guy. being like a legit good dude. Right, he, he had us come to his house. He took us through his house. He was very gracious. He, he showed cool us his, his collection of toys and his collection of VHS tapes. Um, and like he just welcomed us like we Stan were like Lee friends. Was, yeah, Stan Lee was a nice guy, too. Stan Lee was a great guy. I mean, Stan Lee was wily as anything, but that brain was always working. But you yeah, know what? He yeah. was in his 80s. And every time you left Stan Lee, you felt you had more energy coming out than you had going in. I had a conversation with people this week about how, you know, these silly stories that were written purely for entertainment actually had a lot of depth to them when you think about it. You know, because we were talking about Kang, the villain in Ant-Man, who's right. going to be like the big bad. At least we think so. But the fact that, you know, Kang is a perfect villain for our time because he's a guy who wanted to be so part of something when he started. Because he's from the future, went back to the past, and now he's the bad guy in the present, right? In the comics, not the movies, no spoilers. And then there's uh, another version of him called Immortus, who is another version of him from the future well, that came yeah, back and a, fought yeah, him. There's, oh there's, my. A, there's a bunch of versions of Kang, but he started off <clears throat> with good intentions. And he just got so obsessed with power and control that he went wrong. Funny and that's a that's a perfect villain for our times. Hang the name sounds a lot like a competitor for spam or click. Yeah. Hang. Well, can't you see me, like can't you see like uh canned beef? To me, it sounds like Tang, that orange drink from the 80s. Oh, the one the one the astronauts drank. Yeah. All right, Leanna. Yes. Fox News, Kanye, or The Last of Us? Which one do you want to talk about now? Oh, wow. The least dreary thing is The Last of Us. Yeah, but I, can I really talk about it when I haven't actually seen more than one episode? Well, you can talk about the first episode, and that's probably a good thing because, you know, people like me waited. There was one episode I needed. I actually self-spoiled because I... Well, you played the video game. Yeah, but that's why I didn't. There was one thing where I didn't know if I could take it again. And so I waited to see what happened with that. It had, it, it had I, that much emotional resonance. Oh, it really bothered me. I mean, that whole second game, I have never felt more abused by a video game in my life. And I play really hard games. It, there was just something emotionally manipulative about that second game. And so I was really wary because it's the same guy who was the main guy on the games that moved over to, to you know, executive producer of the show. So I'm like, is this going to feel like, you know, a relationship with a narcissist who just keeps abusing me all the time? First game, it was like lightning in a bottle. It was really good. I played through it three times. But everyone, you know, the, the DLC with Riley and Ellie was cute, but I just sort of couldn't deal after that second game. But I mean, Pedro Pascal and Bella Ramsey are, are really, really good. I, I will. Yeah, I, I, they see. Here's the thing. 
Um, let me compare it to another show that I saw also uh, the first episode of mm -hmm. Willow, that in continuation okay. of the movie from the 80s. Um, uh, through the entire, you, you and I both screened this mm -hmm. at the same time. Um, through the whole show, the whole first hour and a bit, all we kept saying was, where's Willow? Willow. Because it's called Willow. Where the hell's Willow? I, I said a lot of other things, but I don't I don't know because the original movie was very campy. Right. Yeah, but you know what? The thing about the thing about movies in the 90s or the 80s was most movies were about 90 minutes. So you couldn't screw yeah. around wasting audience time that, with yeah. nonsense. The yeah. first episode of Willow, the it the first Everything except for the time Willow finally walks out could have been accomplished but, in a in a flashback. But okay, he walks out, and all of a sudden, I cared. Oh, it was well because the other actors are of the quality of a uh, a, a local community theater group. Um, they're, they're young, and the and writing is the story is so trite. It is such it, a cliche. It, it is very much. I mean, the 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 woman who's also in Falcon and Winter Soldier, I like her. She's not given much to do here. No, she's not given much to do, but at least she has a presence on the screen. The fact that the fact that guy who's Flash Thompson in Spider-Man is in it is sort of odd, well, but he's he's actually the only one I'm slightly interested in because he's odd in the show. Um, well, but, I, yeah. but to compare uh, Willow and Last of Us, Last of Us, I was engaged from the beginning. Like it, it the story, it was well done. See, that the one acting... I thought I thought took. A while to get going. Well, I, I was okay, but I was, I, I mean, yeah, because once it, if you compare the early parts of, of Last of Us first episode with what came later, yeah, the, 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 the pace changes tremendously. Well, but, and, and uh, I, I get, I get what they were doing with the, uh, it was something like, okay, we just spent three years living through what a, a, a plague, like a pandemic is like. Do we really need this now? Do we really okay, need to be reminded of not knowing what was going on and the uncertainty? Like, really? Really? Oh, you mean the uncertainty at the beginning of not knowing what, yeah, what it, was plaguing society? I mean, it was... <sighs> I don't know if it would have been different had I not known what was going on, but the way they set it up with the explaining what the whole thing is, it's like, okay, we know it's coming. We know it's coming. Can we get to the mushroom zombies, please. We know it's coming. You see, um, because uh, I didn't play the game, I found it. I found myself engaged. I found I I could tell people put some real effort into this show. Whereas yeah, Willow, you... it's like you wasted my time. You but wasted you... an hour of my time telling a backstory that is so familiar you didn't even need to tell it because it's such a trope. Um, your acting is poor. Your writing is poor. Why? Like, if, if it, you know, the, the, the thing, the good thing about uh, about streaming series is that these people have a have longer to tell a story. The bad thing about the streaming services is the same thing because some people have so much story they need to tell it. Uh, like they need they need to pack it in to the ten episodes. Some people have enough story for three episodes but, and they make it ten episodes and they waste my time. Like Endor, which people say is the greatest Star Wars series ever. Story. I dropped that five, fifth episode. You five hours of my time. You can't make me interested. To hell with you. Um, <laughs> the Lord of the Rings, the Rings of Power. Another okay, thing. Rings of Power was just bad. didn't care. Did not care. Make Rings of Power just. There are so much, there's so many shows out there demanding people's times. Don't take for granted okay. the audience. Which was more boring, Sandman or Rings of Power? 
Oh, they exist on a lateral plane. Yeah, yeah. They were different kinds of boring. I mean, okay, Sandman was boring and just awful, right? But you know, he he was just such a jerk. All right, yeah, but but, but Rings of Power was boring and awful too. Well, like, even remembering least, it now, I want to take a nap. It was so at boring. At least Sandman, there were some interesting visuals to okay, to yeah, me a little longer. Whereas Rings of Power just felt like they threw a ton of money at it, but it looked cheap. It is the most expensive television series ever made. And why didn't they spend any of that money on a script? This is one thing with Hollywood. They will spend so much money on effects, well, on actors, on locations. But the, the thing they spend the least amount of money on is the damned script. That, this is what I like about James Gunn at DC. He said that they're no longer going to be making movies where the script isn't complete before filming starts, which oh, is typical in that. Hollywood. He yeah. Said that, huh? He said the he, script uh, is going to be locked and approved before they start filming because so many Hollywood Hollywood movies um the, the script yeah. is the first script is done but they they um rewrite it every day on the set that's right. why there's so many cost overruns and reshoots right. and he said no, no no more like we're not going to waste our money that way and good for him good for um, him i mean that's i think why the boys is so solid too because because there's a script like characters have character voices and they're going somewhere with it. And it doesn't just feel like a mess. You know, you get to the that 10 episode season on a streaming series, eight to 10 episodes and episodes four through six just feel like drawing it out. They're the wet. They're the Wednesday um, uh, of the series. No, Wednesday's Not, a good show. No, but you know what I mean? They're the hump day. Yeah. Of well, the series, they're the, just they're in the middle, and you just got to get through them. It's it's so by the numbers though, because episode three of these streaming series is always a flashback, right? It's always some sort of origin story for a secondary character, and I think that's because of the production schedules, and you know, people can't be two places at once, so they give the lead actors a bit of a break. But it's always a flashback of a secondary character, and it's like. I'm so expecting it now that um, I numb out. This really frosts my butt, Leanna. <laughs> okay. okay. What are you laughing at? What is so Say funny? Say that again. The way you said that was This good. really frosts my butt, Leanna. <laughs> what? I don't understand. What was it like? Some kind of comedy haiku? <laughs> I don't know. It's just funny. All right. Um, Kanye West, November, December, came out with a string of very seriously anti-Semitic comments, pro-Hitler comments, denying the Holocaust uh, very prominently. And he, every time he was, he said one thing and got flagged for it, he'd say something else even worse. Um, it, it, uh, it, it was it was a parade of awfulness. And there were, as a result of what he did, there they traced um, vandalism and violence against Jewish buildings and Jewish people, or people that people thought were Jewish. Um, people saying yay was right yay was right <sighs> which is you know all these it's amazing these white power people are, are celebrating a black guy but um well that's he, been the problem the overall problem with him for a while right but he um he goes away for a few weeks comes back and now all the coverage just talks about him going out with his possibly uh new wife and daughter or his wife they talk about what the clothes that they were wearing, no nary a mention of the fact that this guy is a sack of crap. 
that he okay. is a racist. Can you imagine somebody, a white person, coming out and saying, "You know what? Slavery wasn't so bad. Slavery was all right," and uh, and and, and uh, uh, you know, supporting horrible things. Say, you know what we did to the Asian people, making them build our railroads and stuff like that. That was all right. They they were lucky. Can you imagine somebody coming out and saying that about about blacks, about Asians, about uh, gay people, anybody saying something as hateful as what Kanye said about Jews? But because it's Jews, people just shrug and move on. Because I'm not letting, I'm not forgetting. I am. You can talk about what he's wearing all you want. I am not forgetting that this lunatic is a sack of crap and a bigot. Well, the thing is, I mean, I I, I followed the Kanye thing from back. I think it was around like 2009. Well, when did the Taylor Swift thing happen? I don't know. I'm gonna let you finish, but Beyonce should have won that thing. Mm-hmm, I don't know. Um, but, uh, you know, black Twitter was sounding the alarm on that dude long before any of this happened and people didn't listen and I watched it. And so I was not surprised. And there's an example of a guy, you know, life doesn't let like people don't let anybody be more than one thing at a time. Right. So Kanye is bipolar. So, oh, that defines his entire personality. It can't also be, he's a terrible person with bipolar, right? Bipolar doesn't make you into an anti-Semite. No, I mean, it can. Some people, when they're manic, they say things that they wouldn't otherwise say. But this, that's so off the hook. And I mean, it's one of those things where, he knows he has a condition and instead of surrounding himself with people that can tell him you're manic, you shouldn't be in front of cameras right now. He surrounded himself with yes men and users and opportunists and. Yeah. I, uh, I have a new name for him. Oh, Yadoff. Okay. That's pretty good. Um, Roseanne, by comparison, Roseanne said something, um, made only one Okay, she's talking again, though. She made only one comment and lost her entire sitcom. Okay? Okay, There's a consequence. Okay, different things, though, right? Yeah, because it was perceived as being racist against Black people, and that you can't do, but anti-Semitism's are. No, that's not it. It's not it. It's that it was a sitcom. And Mel Gibson, that, that jackass, he okay. Uh, he had to take years to but, come back to Hollywood. Okay, but but you flip about, a switch yeah. on Kanye West. He wasn't canceled. He was preempted. Well, because he was a he was a slow ramp up, right? It wasn't all of a sudden. And I mean, Roseanne, <sighs> Roseanne is ill too, right? I don't like her humor, but she made one comment that was. Uh, perceived as being terrible uh, racist she said that she didn't even know that the woman and the woman she was talking about was black okay but but it, it wasn't cool no matter what no it wasn't it was, it, but no and but she there were there were severe consequences for her for her career now kanye went from being a billionaire to being well, only a multi-millionaire I mean, okay kanye lost that adidas contract which was very lucrative, cost Adidas a ton of money. 
Yeah, because Adidas is losing over a billion dollars because they can't move the rest of his shoes. Yeah, like the, so the inventory. I, I thought that people would buy them as collector's items or a bunch of racists would go out and make them the new Doc Martens. But there's an example of there was a consequence, right? Like that's but not the media nothing. just letting him off the hook is not cool. Okay. I do not care about what he is wearing. And it's weird that his new wife, which may not actually be his wife, um, looks exactly like Kim Kardashian. That's strange. But th the fact that they're just shrugging it off. What the hell? It's like Bobby Ewing getting out of the shower. And okay, if you don't know what that reference is, you should look it up. That was the TV show. It was pretty funny. Um, Kanye's people are paying for that coverage, though. Yeah, you figure. Yeah, I mean, no, the media doesn't care. That's why I don't. I'm I'm just so very skeptical when stories initially break. I need to see video of someone saying the thing and even then it might be a deep fake because the media is just they don't check stuff out anymore they raise people up to to drop them and then raise them up again it's well it's like it's like my friend game. who used to work for the late lamented weekly world news said his editor always told him never let the facts get in the way of a good story and we have to go um okay. liana's it's not therapy uh podcast I've talked about it before. It is a great podcast. Uh, you don't have to have problems to, to, to enjoy it. You can learn things from it. I always do. Uh, it's fun. Uh, it's free of jargon. You don't have to walk on coals like Anthony Robbins. It's just smart advice for day-to-day -day living. Um, and that's It's Not Therapy. It's available on all podcast uh, platforms. And uh, time for us to say goodbye, Leanna. I let you do that. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. <laughs>